the peace, that God-given peace, that we know in, he is a just God, he is righteous, he is uh, sovereign and in control, but knowing that he's also the Lord of the battle, that he's there, and that we as people stand in that place of victory in Christ, that he's accomplished everything through the cross. And even though we, we can see kingdoms and governments rise and fall, Jesus will always continue to be king of kings forever, and his kingdom cannot be shaken. And we're seeing a lot of shaking happening around the world, and definitely with coronavirus, things have accelerated in many ways. Uh, even the shaking of local government and local schools and things that are happening closer to home. As I'm looking into this text and just having a reflection and some thoughts in, in it, I, I do see that Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He's speaking words into his church to encourage them to prepare the groundwork for what is yet to come. They enjoy obviously always being around Jesus. You can see the multitudes always rushing around him and seeing the miracles and being fed, you know, miraculously. There was always something wonderful in being around Christ. And he needed to prepare these men and women for what was yet to come ahead. And I see that this, those words still resound for us as a church today. As Enizia unfolded the Beatitudes and the blessedness and of being poor and humble and hungry and thirsty, he does finish that part of the text with this image of being salt and light. And that spoke to me so much about us as a church. But in this time, we need to remember we are salt and we are light. The salt was used in that time for preserving meat, but also as a, as a form of currency as well. And so in a way to understand for us also that we as a salt of the earth here, we're some way standing against the darkness or standing against those things that are corrupt and rotten. I'm thinking about everything that's happening around that we as a church, where we are placed, we are that salt. And I like it that Jesus says, you are the salt, not because of what you do. Yes, that we've understood the Beatitudes, or yes, that we know who we are in Christ, but it's something he gives us, that he makes us salt, and also that he makes us light. And that light to shine in the darkness. Jesus um, didn't say to them that this wasn't going to be easy. He never promised that the walk of faith and the walk of a Christian would be without problems or suffering or tribulation. But what he promises that they would have peace, victory. He would say things to be of good cheer or take heart because I have overcome the world. And, he, and we would hear again the church saying that he leads us triumphantly. He takes us. So he, knowing this and understanding that we are salt and light where we are, we are salt and light as a church, as a community. And even though that we are not able to physically be together and it's getting in a way a little difficult, but it doesn't mean we stop being salt and it doesn't mean we stop being light. And even as we pray together, whether it's through pursuit, whether it's a time of prayer and fasting, whether it's our, the men's group, whether it's through our WhatsApp group, we're being salt and light together. When you share that verse, when you share 
that song, when you share what God spoke to you that morning, you're being salt and light to me, to, to the families in the community, to, to one another. When you share what God spoke to you, we're being salt and light. And as we walk around, whether we take that time for exercise or whether some of you may have to continue to go into work, know that you're being salt and light. Know that God is using you to be that. The church was birthed in that moment of Pentecost and that came into my mind thinking, Jesus was preparing them to understand you are the salt and light. You are these people that are gonna stand like a, a city on a hill being a light and to glorify the Father. But he also knowing that they would be birthed in, in Pentecost, they would be birthed under Roman rulership in, a, in the human sense, in the human way. And, but yet the church has amazingly gone through everything, hasn't it? We see the church has, as a community of believers, surrendered to Christ, past those Roman, Roman Empire, past other governments, past other kingdoms. And understanding that it is a kingdom of God, it is more than what these uh, circumstances and situations are happening around us. And so, even though sometimes the church can feel fragile, isn't that the, the wonder of it, that God says that even though the world may look at us as weak and foolish, yet God chooses this to shame the wise and the strong. And his strength always seems, is seen in that moment of weakness. It's always seen when we are surrendered to him. Um, it's that moment where we say, Lord, you know, there's no left, there's no right. It seems hard in front and it seems hard behind. So I look up and I know where my hope and my strength comes from. I know that I have that confidence in you, Lord, that you work all things together for our good. You are the Alpha and the Omega, Lord. And so with that confidence and that ability to know, okay, Lord, we are the salt here. We're salt and light as a community. We're sharing together. And there is right now in the world this desire, we're seeing things that are happening where people desire to see justice. The people desiring to see corruption taken away or, or things to be turned into, into the right direction or, or the way they see. And uh, talking with some, uh, again, talking with the younger teens in my family, there's a desire for justice, a desire to see things put right. And uh, again, bringing it back to the word of God, he is a righteous judge and he will set things right at his time that um, no matter how many movements or social justice endeavors are tried here, um, God has that final word. God will bring to justice all things. Some we will see now on, on earth, some we will see in our lifetime, but there are things that one day we will stand together before God and he will put all things together right. And to know that he will be the good, righteous, merciful judge, and also he will be the witness, that he will, nothing could be hidden from him. And I know some watch the news and I see that maybe with the younger teens in my family that this isn't fair, this isn't right. And I'm saying that we are the salt and light and that God will make things right, that we are to shine his light and that in, in his time, he will put things to, in, into order. So let, let us have this confident expectation that as his church, he has a purpose and plan with us. We are his salt, we are his light, we are his community of believers who speak his word. That his will will be done as we continue to prevail and, and continue in prayer 
in pursuit and, and continue in seeking his kingdom here on earth for the church, for our, the community, for our elders, for Pastor Rod and Karen as a family. Let us continue to have that confident expectation that his light will, will pierce the darkness, that his church will light the city, that as a community, we are still together in spirit, those that are in literally physically right now in city temple as a community, and even virtually now across the city, those of you in the north, the south, and the east, and the west. And let us know that he's given us, that in this confident expectation, he's given us value individually and corporately. We are his body, we are his church, and we have been given that privilege to be his disciples, his ambassadors. And in this time, we can stand and, and declare his word and thank him for what he has done in his faithfulness and his goodness, and that he will continue. And it doesn't take much light. I want you to think this. It doesn't take much light to lead people out of darkness. With a little torch in a dark cave, you can take people out of a very dark place. And sometimes it's easy to think if we had this, if we could do that, and if we had these resources. But God can do so much with so little. And we see it once and over again in the word and in our lives. It doesn't take much. He has made us that salt and light in this community, as City Temple, as a church here in, here in London, to glorify the Father through our works. And even as we stand today, I believe we glorify to God the Father together as a community and be a testimony to the city, a testimony to in the spiritual, also in the physical. And we, we are trusting God and we are believing in him. And like I, we read in Colossians, it's in Christ. We have our security, our acceptance, our significance, but he has given us the victory over all principalities, powers, and darkness. That we have, have that, in the, in that the light shines before others that we know in Christ, but also to know that he has disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him, in Christ. We have that confidence. So let us... Um, lift up that shield over Pastor Rod and over City Temple again, as we pray together, as we declare, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. Father, I thank you that we are together here in spirit, connected through the internet, connected through these communications, Lord, but I thank you, Lord, also that you've joined in this very difficult time, you've joined our hearts in a special way, Lord whether it's sometimes through the WhatsApp, through Facebook, or through a text message, you're joining us in our hearts. And in, in more than ever, Lord, through prayer, Lord, as we hear each other and share each other's burdens. And Lord, that we're able to bring before you, Lord, the needs not just individually, but corporately, Lord, of, as, as a community and as a church, Lord, what is, it's been a difficult time. But knowing, Lord, that you are, our confident expectation, Lord, that we know that you will work all things together for our good. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're doing something new within us, even in this time, Lord. Help us to be sensitive to the leading of your spirit and knowing where to go, what to say, and what steps we are needing to take in this time. And we raise up that shield over Pastor Rod right now, Lord. 
We ask, Lord Father, that you continue to work through the doctors and nurses. And we ask you, Lord Father, to continue to work through the medicine. But above all, Lord, we take authority in the name of Jesus and we command all sickness to leave his body from the top of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord. In Jesus' name, we rebuke it and we take authority in the name of Jesus. And we bless what you're doing, Holy Spirit, in his life, in Karen's, in our community, in our church, and across the city. There is a work of the Spirit of God that hovers over the, the chaos and is preparing for something new. Lord, we thank you, Lord. You have spoken and we've trusted in your word and we know that you will make these, the, the things come to pass according to your will and in your time. Give us that confidence and give us that assurance daily, Lord, we pray. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Karen.